Welcome! You're listening to the Creative Women's Call podcast with Agnieszka and Ari, where we talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly of having a small business and being a creative woman entrepreneur. This is episode 3 with Ari and Lauren Renzi on Braving Your Life's Purpose. Hey everyone, thank you for listening in for today's Creative Women's Scope podcast. We have Lauren Ramsey on the podcast and I am super excited to chat with her and uh, pretty much share her story with you guys. So what we're going to do today is pretty much we're going to deep dive into what was Lauren's future that she has in her mind and then um, who is she and then why do you need to kind of listen to her story and we're also going to talk about how did she find her purpose? And then what was her experience in figuring out her path throughout the life that she's currently having right now? And um, before we get to that, actually, let me tell you a little bit about Lauren. So Lauren Ramsey is a social storyteller. Throughout her life, she has lived in five countries and visited 30 countries across four continents. That's amazing, by the way. And at a young age, she not only knew how to adapt to new environments, cultures, and ways of life, but she did not see it as anything other than normal. Throughout her life and career, this unique skill set has complemented her analytical mind and helped her to adapt to new teams, understand problems from different point of view, and find new ways to tackle and solve any problem. So Lauren, thank you so much for being here with us today. I have to admit though that it's amazing to hear that you have lived in five countries and visited 30 countries. Like that's just amazing, just wow. And you know, at our recent podcast, you probably know this um lady, her name is Danny Fountain. She also has visited that many countries, and I was just here reading all of these information and I'm just amazed how you amazing ladies have traveled the world. I know Agnieszka is also want to travel more and she loves going on adventure. Well, I kind of do love that as well, but when I get a chance. (laughs) But anyway, I am super excited to have you here at our show today. So thank you so much for joining us and let's get started. Lauren, tell us a little bit more about how you got to where you are today and um Overall, just tell us a little bit more about, I mean, about you. Awesome. Yeah, well, thank you so much for having me on. Um, I love everything you're doing and all your projects, and it's just an honor to be here and be a part of your podcast. So this is so cool. Um, So my business, Betsy Bash, which is my social media agency, um, you know, kind of started from those roots of growing up overseas and seeing all these different communities, um, you know, year after year, because I actually moved you know, I lived in five different countries by the time I was six, you know, so it was it was quite a bit of different cultures to see and different communities to see and um, being able to adapt to each new community and, and figuring out where my place was there. And I think that really translates into social media, oddly enough, because you're trying to get your business, figure out what that story is, and how does that mesh well with the community of Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or Pinterest or YouTube, right? And really making sure that um, when you show up to those communities, you're doing it in an authentic way, um, but also in a way that resonates with with the community that's already there. Um, 
so yeah, that's a little background on Betsy Bash, and it, and it also kind of translates into why I started Lauren Ignited, which is uh, my online magazine for the culturally curious, and where I really try to teach you how to travel like a local, and um, and it, you know so those same like roots like go explore, you know, like, here's some fun things to do when you're in this city, or you're in this country, or, or what have you. That is amazing, just to hear that. And seeing that you're doing two different things on Bessie Bash, and then the Lauren Ignited, each of them is pretty much a, like, its own thing, but you somehow manage to sort of combine them and you kind of make it work into one unity of the Lauren Ramsey thing that you do, right? And um, okay, so Lauren, we actually had a webinar recently about how to find your path. Now related to that, what was your process or what was your journey look like in finding your own path? We're just kind of curious. Yeah, I think a lot of that is really sitting with yourself and figuring out what are you naturally drawn to do? And where can you help people with that, that skill, right? Um, I was always the person in my friend group that was telling them like, hey, there's this really cool concert coming up on Friday, or like, did you hear about this festival that's happening next month? And I just did it without even realizing I was doing it, right? Until people started saying like, how do you know about all this stuff? I'm like, I don't know, it's just what I'm, I like to do. Like, I like to find all these cool events. And like, bring people with with me to go to them. And um, so that's where I found this like path to having a blog. I was like, oh, well, I should put a like a website together for this. And that way people can come here and see what else is going on. Because it started in Houston as like a Houston music guide. And, um, and then it just kept kind of changed and grown, right? So I think once you find that initial piece of what you're good at and how you can help people, um, then allow it to grow and like morph and change, right? And like let those communities that you become a part of help tell you what they want, right? Um, recently I put out a thing on Facebook and I was like, out of all the things I do, like which do you like the most? Because I really wanted to kind of streamline down what I was doing. And people ended up saying that they liked the interviews and the podcast that I did the most. And I was like, oh, that's so great. Like, it's such helpful information, you know. So don't forget to, like, reach out to people that you're already connected with and, like, serving and ask them what they want next. You know, I think that just helps your path grow forward even more. Okay, so now what would you usually do when you survey your people and then ask them what they want? Do you align it with what you want to do or would you take in all of the suggestions and do it because people are asking for it? Or do you kind of pick and choose whichever answers that resonate more with you and then what you want to do more in the future and just kind of mix it with your vision? Yeah, I think that's so important. Like, I had a, an idea in my mind. And I was like, I want to switch up Lauren Ignited a little bit, you know, I, I want to really focus on like how to travel like a local a little bit more. Um, so I can incorporate more cities, right? Because I traveled all these different cities. And I'm like, I want to talk about it on Lauren Ignited, but I'm kind of like this Houston, Chicago niche right now. And so when I asked that question, it was because I had that thought in my mind of like, I want to do something a little different. But let's see what they like, right? Because I don't want to take away what they like. And so what I ended up discovering was like those interviews on the podcast, which was perfect, because what I wanted to do was interview people on a new podcast. And I was like, great, you know, so it, it gave me that flexibility to create my new idea within 
the kind of parameters that they set out of like, we really like that you do a podcast and we really like that you interview people. You know, so I think you have to like give some creative flexibility to those answers um, and then incorporate it to what you want to do. So now that you already have Chicago and Houston as your main base cities, are you planning to open or plan to create more content for other cities? Is that still something that you're planning or? <laughs> yeah, so we're going to start doing um, some really cool stuff. It's not out yet. I don't, I don't want to give away too much. Yeah. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> gotcha. We're not going to talk about that right now. And we'll let Lauren update us when it's launched and then ready to reveal that to us later on. Okay, so moving on. Now to our next question. Someone actually forwarded me this um, article from Elite Daily on five questions to ask yourself that will lead you to your life's purpose. So I read it. And one of the questions that really struck me was what do I want my future to look like practically? So that is kind of interesting because I wanted to pass it to you, Lauren, because we're just kind of curious, what do you want your future to look practically? What are some of the fears that you may have or may no longer have when you start thinking more about how you want your future to look? So my Start with kind of my past. So my past looks very different than where I am now. So part of like what I want my future to be is where I am now, which is kind of cool. So <laughs> I originally started, um, I graduated from school in Houston at St. Thomas, and I did a double major in management information systems and business. And then when I was like a junior, I took my marketing credit and I, and I was like, ah, oh, wait, this is what I want to do, <laughs> you know, because I loved like reaching out to people and finding out what they love and like really finding a way to like connect them with what they love. And, but it was like kind of too late for me to change my major, you know? So like, it's fine. I'll stick with it. Just, I'll just graduate. And then, so I graduated and I worked part-time at, at Radio Disney. And so I learned like branding and marketing and promotions from like one of the best marketers in the world. And <laughs> right. I mean, Disney, <laughs> and then I worked full time in like IT corporate consulting. And, but in my, the back of my mind, I was like, I don't want to be in IT for the rest of my life. You know, like, it's just not where I see myself. Like, I, I'm, I like it, like, because I have that analytical side to me where I'm like, give me a spreadsheet and I'll go to go to town on it. Right. But, um, but I knew I wanted to be able to like help people bring their creative visions to life through social media and promotion. And, um, so I started making this plan for myself because I, I left Disney to start Betsy Bash and Lauren Ignited. And I worked for Disney for five years, you know, so it wasn't like just jump change in years time. Right. Um, and then I worked on Betsy Bash for another five years with Lauren Ignited. And then I was ready to like exit the corporate world. Right. And like take that leap of faith of like, this is what I want my life to look like. I want to run Lauren Ignited and Betsy Bash full time and like really help people build communities um, around their brands. Um so part of that has come true. So part of that is like what I'm living right now. <laughs> and then I think, you know, my future vision from here is to really have, you know, because I, I left my job about a year and a half ago. And when you're doing something on the side, it's very different than when you're doing it full time, right? Um, you have less clients if it's on the side. You have less systems, probably like less uh, financial responsibilities. And so all those things are coming to light. 
when I'm doing it full time. And so now I want to like really systematize all of that. Be like, okay, cool. This is how I do this. This is how I do this. This is how this happens. And then let everything run on like a really good, um, workflow. Yes, exactly. Um, and then of course, you know, grow the business so that I can help more people. And, um, I've been volunteering my time with a nonprofit called love, hope, strength, and they're based out of, uh, the UK and Denver. And so I want to be able to do more cool stuff for them. So one of the things that I'm working on right now is helping them with their social media. And so I volunteer my time every month, pretty much every day <laughs> to run social. And, um, and they're flying me out to a festival in California where I'm going to go and help register people to be on the bone marrow donor list for folks that are affected by blood cancer. And so that's, that's a good cause to me because I had three people in my life that were affected by blood cancer and only one has survived. So it gives me a way to feel like I can help. Right. Whereas I felt so helpless when like my, my great aunt was diagnosed with leukemia and my good friend from Disney was diagnosed with leukemia. And I was like, I, I can't do anything. I don't know what to do. You know, so having this outlet really gives me something to do. And so I want to be able to do more. Right. So if I have more I'm able to like donate more money to them or donate more time or create more, you know, staffing for more festivals or, or what have you. So that is truly amazing, Lauren. Seriously, you'll definitely have to keep us in the loop on what's happening at this festival. And I'm pretty sure we all follow you or at least we all going to follow you on social media and everyone if you're listening right now make sure to follow lauren as well on social media so you can take a peek on what she'll be up to at this festival because i think everybody like all of us we want to see right okay so <laughs> moving on now from that what would be some of the things that you fear do you feel like it's um do you feel like you still have the fear for what's coming next in your future? Or do you think that now you don't feel like you need to fear whatever is going to happen in your future? Oh, my goodness. Yes, every day. <laughs> I mean, come on, we're entrepreneurs, right? I think. Yes. <laughs> this is like a very like I'm like in a storage room right now, just like doing my podcast while I'm like building some communities here at a co-working space in Chicago. I'm not even wearing makeup. Like this is just my day, right? Um, because I'm like, I don't feel like wearing makeup today. I don't know. Um, and that's fine, right? Right? Like, eh, you don't need it every day. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, I think, and I think fear is healthy. I think fear lets you check in to be, to check into yourself, to know that you're on the right path, right? Like, it's kind of like, what was that quote? Like, if, if you're not scared, the dream's not big enough or something like that. Is that the one from the book, Big Magic? Oh, yeah, something. Yeah, some, I read that book. That was a great book. Um, but, but yeah, I have fears all the time. And I think, I think the only way to, that, the only way that I can handle it is by, like, acknowledging it and, like, letting it sit for a little while and be like, okay, I'm scared, you know, <laughs> and then let myself, like, experience the fear for a little bit and then decide on a plan, you know, and, just start working on that plan. And if something doesn't work, then you pivot, make a little change, you know, um, and kind of always have like a plan B in back of your mind, like, Hey, if this doesn't work out, then here's what I'll do instead. Um, cause I think that also like helps regulate the fear of like, if my business fails, what do I do? You know, panic. No, no, no don't well, panic. I'll just go back to the corporate world, I guess. Like, I don't, you know. <laughs> yeah, I feel like there is no, to the 
I mean, there's no DN. Whether or not you're choosing to do your own thing as a freelancer or entrepreneur or as a side project, there's always an option, especially with the help of the internet. You can do anything anywhere digitally, like seriously. So, and as long as you keep trying to think through what other options can I do, right? And then there's always going to be an answer. Also, don't be afraid to ask. Ask people around you in your community or your network. There's got to be someone that will be able to help you answer that question or help you that with, with your need and point you to the right direction, right? So yeah, I'm with you on that part, Lauren. Okay, anyway, next one. How was your experience braving the unknown and having your own business? I think we talked a bit about it earlier, but I just kind of want to ask you on this part again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, <sighs> I mean, I think <clears throat> when I first opened Betsy Bash and started Lauren Ignited, um, a lot of that was just sacrifice, right? I mean, because I had a full-time job and I was running two more businesses essentially on top of that time commitment. So I knew in order for it to grow, I had to commit my weekends, my evenings, you know, I, I couldn't go on certain vacations or I couldn't go out on certain girls nights. Like I had to stay home and work because I had something I was building and I'm glad I made those sacrifices, you know? Um, but I'm working, I'm working on being better at not sacrificing everything <laughs> because what happened is I kind of trained myself to sacrifice, you know, I'm like, just say no, don't go. You have to, you have to stay home and work. Right. And that became like this mantra, which was good in some, some ways, but not great, um, all the time. Yeah, it's not a balance, right? Because then you're missing out on family events or, or really great friends events, right? Or just a really great self-care day. Um, so I've, I've been better at regulating like how often I sacrifice. <laughs> um, but, but really the biggest challenge came when I like left the corporate world. That was scary. <laughs> I bet. Wow. But seriously, <laughs> after five years working at Disney, yeah. I think that's an amazing place to work. And then you just took your leap. Um, like yeah. you're doing this, you're yeah. going to make it happen. I'm pretty sure that was scary too. And not only did I leave corporate world, but I also moved <laughs> across the country. <laughs> yeah, I moved from Houston to Chicago. Um, I had a handful of friends. I had family here. I had no clients here. <laughs> oh my goodness. Wow. Starting from scratch. I was like, I'm just going to do it. Because in my mind, I thought, well, okay, if I quit my job and I stay in Houston, then I'll get really comfortable being in Houston running my business. And then it'll be harder for me to move to Chicago. Because I, I wanted to move to Chicago since college. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I came to visit my family for like a month one summer. And I just, I was like head over heels in love with Chicago and I knew it was my city. I was like, I have to live here one day. And like Houston is always home, right? But like Chicago has this like mystical draw on me. I'm like, I have to be here. I don't know why. But um, so, you know, so it was always in the back of my head. I was going to move there. And 
uh, it was really hard to do both of those giant, like life changing things at once. But, um, and a lot of times I've been like, Lauren, that was dumb, you know, (laughs) but I think as I've found more and more people that are my tribe, like you and your group, like creative women, like feed me on so many levels. Right. Um, it's been like, okay, this was a good decision. It just, it took some time. Yeah. You just have to like keep going. Yeah. <laughs> so Lauren, yeah. I know on part of your story, you mentioned that you has built a career around celebrating the creativity of others. And then while also measuring and analyzing the success of their creative pursuits and being flexible enough to chase different answers if the current plan isn't working. How flexible will you be to chase different opportunities if your current plan turned out to be not working? So do you feel like, do, do you have a backup plan? Um, talk to us about how you would handle that situation as the Lauren Ramsey. <laughs> yeah, so <clears throat> that's a great question. I mean, I think, so with Betsy Bash, right, my initial plan was to work with what I call my VIP clients as my sole business model. And for my my VIP clients, I manage their social media day to day. I provide them with social media strategy. So we we talk once a month on what's happening for their business that month. Is there a tie into a holiday, national holiday that they wanna work on? Or is there a special celebration that is unique to their business that they wanna, you know, promote? And then I develop a whole strategy for them around that as well as analyze all those results so we can say, okay, cool. We got this many clicks to that event page or we got, you know, this many more people to show up for a happy hour because of this promotion or what have you. Um, And what I realized is it was hard for me to close that sales cycle on those clients because it's such an involved process. Um, that it's a big commitment from them. So they, you know, they want to think about it, which makes sense. But it gave me all this anxiety of like, I've got so many like sales leads, but no many like sales closed, you know? So what I, and I, and then I went to like, a, you know, a breakfast meeting with a friend of mine and she was like, Hey, so I have this like blog idea. Like, how can I do this? Or, you know, what, what are your thoughts on that? And I was like, Oh, here's what you should do. And like, I just gave her like a whole plan. And then I realized, oh, this is a whole other like business model, right? And it's something I love to do. Like I was doing it for free all the time. And then I thought, well, I could I could charge for this and it could be like another way for me to make some money for Betsy Bash and like establish that future plan that I want, right? So I opened up a new like business line, um, uh, service line and, and Betsy Bash. And that was a way to like kind of have like a, a fallback in a sense if you kind of use that word, right? Because you've got two different streams of income. So if one is a little slow, you can focus on the other or, or what have you, right? So I started implementing, right? <laughs> Thanks. Um, so I started implementing that um, last fall and it's been really good and uh, people are enjoying it and I'm loving it. And so I'm really glad that I was able to kind of pivot on that idea and like recognize it um, and put it in, put it in place and in a way that like it serves both parties. I think that also goes back to the thing um, that you mentioned earlier with surveying people or if you stumble upon it accidentally and if you can make it work for your business, why not? If you test it enough and you see that there are a a market or a need for that, then why not carry on with it, right? Right. And I think that's one of the things people are afraid to do is just to try something, you know? 
yeah, it's like if you only stay in the planning phase, you'll never know if it's going to work. <clears throat> never. <laughs> you'll never know. So you, you have to at least like test it in a small group and just see what happens, right? And then like pivot based on the, re- the results, yeah. I completely agree with you on that one. Oh, <laughs> and you know what? We actually are already coming to the end of our episode for today, but I still want to talk more with you. <laughs> so we'll chat more again later. But Lauren, tell us where can people find you after this podcast? Yeah, awesome. So Betsy Bash has a website. It's BetsyBash.com. And you can book a discovery call with me. So if you want to get some one-on-one feedback on what you're doing with social media for your business and maybe just have some specific, specific questions that you can't really find an answer to, like ask me, I'll, I'll help you out with that. Um, you can book a call on, on Betsy Bash website. Um, also Lauren Ignited has a website also. So it's just laurenignited.com and that's I-G-N-I-T-E-D.com. I almost re- reversed the D and the T. I want to make sure I said that right. Um, and then Lauren Ignited is on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram as Lauren Ignited. And then Betsy Bash is on um, Twitter as Tweets by Betsy and Facebook as Betsy Bash. So Betsy Bash is a fictional character that I created. And it's really, she's she's an amalgamation of my grandmother's like in one little person. <laughs> and so it's like, it's really like heartwarming to me to like feel like they're part of my business day to day because they were so influential in my life growing up. My mom traveled a lot for business. And so I stayed at my grandparents' house quite a bit growing up. And so my mom's mom was highly influential in my day-to-day life. And one of her biggest things was she was very etiquette-driven. I mean, very, very etiquette-driven. So anytime you put your elbows on the table, she saw you, you know? And she made sure to tell you, like, no. (laughs) Or, you know, anything, right? So, like, from a young age, I learned all these different etiquette lessons. And my dad's mom, who we'd see, like, my parents were divorced, so we'd see her, like, every other weekend or whatever. And um, she was always, like, the fun, like, sassy grandma, you know? And she would give you, like, mad money and be like, take this $20 and buy something crazy. Like, you know, don't do anything, like, functional with it or whatever, right? And um, so she was just so fun. Um, And so she really taught me to be, like, sweet and sassy, right, once you show up somewhere. So that's really how I teach all my coaching clients, and I work through the strategy with my VIP clients, is that you need to know the etiquette of every single social media channel you show up on because they're different. They're so different, right? I mean, just think about Facebook and Twitter night and day. So you have to know the etiquette once you show up. But once you're there, have fun, right? Like be sweet, be sassy and like find that voice for your brand and like let that shine through. Um, so that's Betsy Fashion in a nutshell. That's a really interesting tip. I've never heard of that kind of tips before when it comes to social media, you know, but that makes it a lot more fun, right? You have to have fun with it. Otherwise, it's going to be very boring and you might as well make the most out of it and be creative with it as well, especially when you are a creative woman. Thanks, guys, for tuning in to this interview with Ari and Lauren, and we hope you have a wonderful day. This episode was sponsored by Chikalafia Design and Wonder Image Photography. Thank you so much for tuning in. We hope you have an amazing day.